At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game here on VSEN. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. Wyatt Tomchak in my chair. And now with us, it's our good friend Jason Weingarten, of course, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. Uh, Jason, I, I didn't put two and two together, but uh, are, are you uh, coming to us live from uh, either the uh, site of the Rams parade or on your way to said parade? No, I wish I'm, I'm on my way to take my dog to the vet for a checkup. Oh, uh, that's a, uh, oh, hope the dog is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hope, hope Ren is doing all right. But, uh, yeah, I have a little little less exciting than, uh, the, uh, potential, uh, trip to, uh, to the parade. Uh, Jason, have you, uh, have you fully recovered from uh Super Bowl Sunday yet? Yeah, you know, yesterday was was actually rougher than Monday. I think Monday I was still kind of, you know, functioning on the adrenaline from from such a big Sunday. But yesterday was like, you know, just a, a rest day. I needed I needed a day off after a long weekend. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm recovered. I'm I'm ready for baseball. I'm ready to jump right into baseball season now. Well, Jason, you mentioned on Monday with Gil that there's some futures that you're looking at and. And just the fact that we still don't have a CBA, the pitchers and catchers were supposed to report today, of course, at the major league level, they're not. Minor league level, they, they are different CBA. But is this lack of CBA changing any way that you're handicapping things from a futures perspective uh, in baseball? Not really. So I made my first bet of the season this week. They're right before the Super Bowl, actually. I uh, I sold a baseball card. I sold a Julio Rodriguez uh, autograph rookie card for twenty eight hundred dollars. Nice. And I took I took two thousand of that and I put it on Julio Rodriguez to win the Rookie of the Year, the AL Rookie of the Year at sixteen to one. I thought that was uh, way too high. I have that number about half what the the market opened him as. So uh, that was my first bet, and I used used the money from selling one of his cards to basically bet on the same guy, but um, no, the, the, the CBA is not impacting the way I handicap, except there were a couple division futures that I saw had really long odds. And I'll, I'll tell you one of them was Baltimore Orioles 200 to 1 at Westgate, and I have this belief that the shorter the season potentially gets, if we go from 160 games to 140 to potentially 120, maybe to even 100, 
the value of a lot of the underdogs on the division futures goes up a lot. So I was really happy to take 200 to 1 on Baltimore, even though I think they're still a year away from being a year away kind of deal. Right. And it's interesting, Jason, because in the 60 game in the 60 game season of 2020 of course naturally we ended up with the preseason favored winning the, the championship even in the 60 game season but we did see some weird playoff appearance teams i mean the marlins ended up in the division series so i, I like the way you're thinking there even though uh, you're probably right the orioles are still uh, in the bruno colabrio uh, stage of being a year away from being a year away yeah that's uh that's a classic line, two years away from being yeah. two years away. <laughs> yes, the uh, friend for Schiller's finest work uh, there for sure. Uh, Jason, just uh, a, a big week in golf as well. Uh, of course, uh, they're back. Uh, they're your neck of the woods, uh, Genesis uh, Invitational this week. Is there anyone yeah, that you so – yeah, go ahead. So, sorry. So, the, the Genesis Invitational, I, I think you've seen a lot of people uh, kind of focus on uh, Francesco Molinari. He's like 115 to 1 or so. Because he, he's a member at Riviera. Um, but it's interesting for me because the field strength of this event, the field strength of this event is actually stronger than the last Masters, the 2020 Masters. So you're getting an absolutely top-class PGA field here. Um, so it's hard. It's hard to really want to go so deep and, and try to find, you know, a 100-to-1 guy. I actually bet Bubba Watson 40-to-1. I think he uh, he really likes Riviera. He tends to show up for this event. He's already won three times before. So, uh, of course, familiarity helps here. I I, uh, I bet Bubba. I bet Molinari. And uh, I'm still shopping around for, for some other bets. You brought it up, Jason. The, the, the entire top ten is in this field this week. So uh, a much stronger field uh, than usual in an event like this, Jason. And of course, uh, you said it a little, yeah, bit, a little bit more difficult to find a bigger the, number. Sorry, I, I lost you for a second there. I was just saying the strength of this field, like you're basically getting a, uh, a major level event, you know, third week of February. So it's, it's actually pretty exciting. I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to make it down there on Sunday for the final round. Is there, uh, Jason, any other any any other worldwide golf you're uh, looking at this week? Uh, the only other event this week is the Chubb Classic, the Senior Tour Golf. Mm-hmm. As far as I, I could tell so far, there's nothing on the European Tour to bet. Mm-hmm. Um, at least there wasn't as of yesterday when I looked. But uh, I bet Brian Gay on the Senior Tour. He was 28 to one. I think that's uh, a pretty high price for a guy who still still plays regularly on the PGA Tour. Yes, the uh, the European Tour event this week was axed. The next uh, European Tour event is on March third. The uh, the Kenya Open uh, for the Euro Tour. But uh, yep, you're exactly right, Jason. Uh, senior Tour, the only other event uh, going on this week. Uh, Jason uh, Wine Garden, of course, the host of the Wide World of Wine Garden podcast. Of course, you can find his great tweets as well at Spreadopedia. Jason, uh, we'll let you go. Uh, go ahead and. Uh, and uh, take care of Ren this morning, and uh, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Looking uh, looking forward to uh, being back and doing a great job filling in for Gil, John. Thank you very much, Jason. Appreciate it. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. Uh, hope uh, hope his dog, Ren, who has, uh, Wyatt, he has made a cameo on a numbers game in the past. Uh, he's uh, been on, on a numbers game. He's been on the Wide World of Wine Garden. Yes, plenty he's, of cameos on the Wide World of Wine Garden. He's a he's you know he's a popular celebrity here. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Wyatt, I, I do want to I do want to touch on something real quick because 
this was supposed to be pitchers and catchers day in major league baseball. And normally the week after the Super Bowl is a week where we really like talking baseball and saying, all right, this is our first look. Uh, what do we think futures wise? What do we think win total wise? I haven't done anything. You can't do anything. No, I mean, you know, it's still, you got a halfway, you know, still half of the major free agents still not signed. Right. I mean, you look at Freddie Freeman <laughs> right. still available, Carlos Correa. I mean, those are guys that can. Chris Bryant still yeah, around. They, they there's can, so many, there's so many guys that are, that are out there and, and look, there's guys that there's going to be a bunch of trades after the after the CBA is signed anyway. Again, they, the next meeting supposedly is on Friday. Look, I, I I can't do any handicapping on baseball until then. And, and and look, it's a shame because you look at the way that these weeks after the Super Bowl usually go. There's a reason that that I'm on the desk uh, today and in, 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 instead of Gill, it just. There, there's college basketball regular season. There's NBA, NHL regular season. But usually this is the week where you're like, all right, you finally are looking to baseball, and we can't do that. Can't do it this year. And, and look, I, I hope they get a CBA done soon. Really do. I just I w- would like to be able to handicap this thing. As a Met fan, I'm excited to see Max Scherzer at Orange and Blue. But, look, it, it really is difficult. Like, you look at the futures boards up there now – Atlanta's one of your your top five favorites. Freddie Freeman goes to the Yankees. The Braves are are, are a shell of what they were. Yes, I understand. Ronald Acuna comes back after tearing his ACL, but you're a Braves fan. You know yeah, that Freddie it, Freeman. If, Freddie Freeman is is still the heart the heart of that team. And if he ends up in New York, forget it. It's a different ball game. If he wears team. a Yankees uniform, Jeff, I'll be crying. Yeah, I I'll be wouldn't crying blame for you. a week. It'll be so frustrating. Be, but you know, you know, you talked about it. It's like hopefully baseball can get this done because you're in danger now two of the last three years where you have a shortened season. Yeah, no, it's a good point. It's a very good point. And look, just from, and again, this isn't that much betting talk here because look, there's, for me, there's nothing I can bet right now in major league baseball until I know how many games are actually playing. Like they're the chant every day that a CBA is not signed. The chances of the full 162, which by the way, the season's too long to begin with regardless every day that they don't sign a CBA, the more likely it's down to 140. It's down to 120. I personally would have no problem with a 140 season. I think that's probably where it would should be normally. Now, of course, yeah, purists say, oh, it's been 162 for for 80 years. How could you move off? Okay, fine. It's an arbitrary number, kind of like in the NBA where in the NHL where it's 82. They're all arbitrary numbers. You can shift it you have however you want. Of course, the owners would never give up the extra 10 gates at home no, not by at all. doing that. But no, it, it just it really is a shame because this is normally the week where, all right, who are we looking at? Who are we looking at in both leagues? What what awards are we looking at? I haven't looked at anything. And I don't plan on looking at anything until the CBA is signed. Because like you said, there are still major free agents out there. Freddie Freeman's still the best prize. Carlos is a great prize. It's almost like the former MVP Chris Bryant's just getting forgotten about this whole thing. Oh, by the way, Anthony, uh, Anthony, Rizzo, Anthony yeah. Rizzo is still out there as well. So, look, there are there is still a lot of shaping to be had for this 2022 season, but no action can be, uh, can be had until the CBA is signed. And of course, uh, I mean, it's it just, again, 
The fact that the league it's, it's frustrating. You no, know, it's, it's it, look, look, as look, a fan, I, you know, you're it's just horribly like, frustrating. It, and 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 you think too, Wyatt, because when I did radio in Columbia, Missouri, Manfred had just gotten the job as commissioner when I just started, and I you didn't know you don't know what to expect. You don't know, but it was pretty evident early to me that he didn't really know what he was doing. You miss games. I know Selig made the Hall of Fame despite a season getting axed because of a strike. You can't survive this if you're baseball, especially with the popularity of other things. At least people that are younger than us, Wyatt, won't watch. And it's harder to bet than it's ever been as well. That doesn't help things either. We're going to look at some NFL draft props. Who's the favorite to go number one? That's next. Numbers game, VCD Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you missed any part of our show today or anything on the VSIN schedule, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download. And listen on your schedule. So go to vcin.com slash podcast and get the Beating the Book podcast with our guy Gil Alexander. Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Hardwood Handicappers with JVT. The Lombardi Line. Follow the Money My Guys in the Desert. Coast to Coast, coast, to coast Hoops with Greg Peterson and many more. They're all free and available now. vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your pods. It is a numbers game on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. In for Gil Alexander. A well-earned break for our guy, Gilly. We'll see, uh, we'll see Gil on the final day of February, actually. Uh, pretty crazy. We're already we're a month away. Tomorrow is one month away from the beginning of the round of 64 in the NCAA tournament. Which, since it's, last year's tournament was still in the real feeling of being smack dab in the, the middle of the pandemic. So it was still the odd feelings around town and, and such. But now this tournament is going to be so much fun out here in Vegas that I know for a fact, I can't wait I was gonna say, for one month from now, Jeff, it felt like, yeah, last year when the NCAA tournament, it was like on that back end of when yeah. fans were starting to trickle Correct. back in before they started really pumping in at, like the, in summertime. And uh, not only that too, uh, back to the reg- regular format, Games around the country, 
regional finals, uh, which, by the way, uh, 2023, T-Mobile Arena here in town uh, will get the first ever NCAA tournament games in the history of the state of Nevada. So there you go. As a, as a Las Vegas resident, it's just so it's just great. It's amazing it? to see just the the growth of sports. It, it's 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 fun. It's fun living here right now. Why Tom Jack for sure? Uh, let's go to the uh, let's go to some back to some NFL. By the way, also our guy Brady Cannon will be with us next segment. Of course, he's hosting the Lombardi Line today with Wes Reynolds, and uh, we'll get his uh, thoughts on the Genesis uh, Invitational in a few minutes. But I want to go back to the NFL real quick. There are odds on the first overall pick. Now, of course, the the draft is here in Vegas. We're going to have the players getting introduced on the lagoon at the Bellagio and then going across, I believe, to uh, one of the Caesars properties uh, for the actual draft. But you look at the number one pick odds, and Aiden Hutchinson, who had the big run at the end of the season, nearly stole a Heisman Trophy, is your betting favorite at plus 165 to go number one to Jacksonville? Now the big question is, if you're the Jags at number one, do you go Hutchinson? I think Kayvon Thibodeau has fell down enough that you're not going to see Thibodeau go number one. You're obviously not going to take a quarterback at one if you're any of those, if you're Jacksonville. So don't bet Wills, don't bet Pickett, don't bet Hal, don't bet Corral. Hey, that kind of rhymes. Don't bet those guys. They're not taking a quarterback. The only way a quarterback goes number one is if Jacksonville trades out and someone really panics. You don't need to take a quarterback in the top five this year. You can trade out if you're Detroit and want to take your post-Jared Goff quarterback. The offensive linemen are interesting because we saw Iguanu, uh out of NC State. His number... In the middle of the regular season, because DraftKings had this posted pretty much from November on, pretty consistently. He was as high as 40 to 1 at DraftKings. Now he's down to 4 to 1. You're eliminating a zero from the peak. I, if I'm Jacksonville, I think I am. If I'm staying at 1, I think I'm taking the offensive lineman. You have an elite pass rusher in Josh Allen on the defensive side. But you need to protect Trevor Lawrence. It's a very rare opportunity to get back-to-back number one overall picks. Of course, Cleveland did it a few years ago. Miles Garrett, Baker Mayfield. Pretty good on the first one. Eh, on the second one. But I would look to go lineman here. Now, mock drafts have been interesting all the way around here. We have seen this flow pretty all over the place. We Thibodeau was the consensus number one overall pick for a good chunk of time. Then it moved to Hutchinson, then Neal, then Iquanu. They're really those four are the four guys that seem to be in the running for the number one overall pick. is the only one that I would bet. That would be the, the out of NC State. That would be the only one that I think is bettable, even though it's way down from its peak. The number, I should say, that would be the only only one I would bet. It is just, again, NFL draft props will come out in droves over the next month. I'm just excited to see what happens here. Because draft props have been hit or miss here in Vegas over the last few years when since the newer jurisdictions have come about and the draft props have gone 
really up and up and up. The newer books have been great with draft props. They've been great. Anything you basically want offered, you're going to find. I am curious to see how Nevada adjusts this draft. That's the biggest betting story for me, at least here. And again, I know that doesn't impact most, but for us here, that will be a, a nice little change if we get more props. And for people that are in new jurisdictions, you're going to have a whole few days of happy hunting because that is just going to be a lot of fun. And that, betting the NFL draft is the most underratedly fun event to bet. It really is a lot of fun. And it's again, it's easier for betters to find advantages. It's just, uh, just the way it is with the NFL draft. We'll see more odds as we go along uh, through the next uh, through the next few uh, weeks here. Hey, Jeff. Yeah, gonna, go ahead. I was going to ask you, uh, how how much do you bet the NFL draft? Is that something that uh, has increased for you over the last couple of years? Well, I know in 2020 I bet it a, 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 a good amount because it was, <laughs> There's nothing, nothing cause it was the only – because that, that was the first event. Like, yeah. we, we had nothing. Like, that, the, the Rudy Gobert positive test on the Wednesday – Everything gets canceled on third. We, the, the players' championship on that Thursday, was essentially the last thing we had, and then it was ping pong. It was table tennis. That's it. It's table tennis for months, and then we had the NFL draft. And yes, Kai Beckton to the Jets was one that I won that day. But uh, look, it's uh, it it, it gives it, it's a more even playing field than any other event, and. The newer jurisdictions, the newer age books have done a really good job of actually having bettable things. And in Nevada, they've been slow. They have 2019, they were a little bit better. 2020, they weren't, didn't have much of anything. Last year, they were okay. Just in comparison to the newer, the newer books, Nevada's way behind on NFL draft-related stuff. Uh, quickly here, I, I just want to mix this in. The uh, we talked about it a little bit yesterday, just futures for next year's Super Bowl. Where again, it's just we're three days post the Rams lifting the Lombardi, and we discussed earlier the report from Jeremy Fowler that Deshaun Watson, if again, gets uh, everything off the field resolved, doesn't want to be back in Houston. No kidding has opened the list up to Tampa and Minnesota. And I mentioned earlier in the week that the Vikings were at least a reasonable one to think about. And I wasn't quite to the point where, yeah, I want to pull the trigger on betting that. And obviously we'll be months away before I pull the trigger on basically any regular season bets for the NFL. But I don't think we can, even though I like Kirk Cousins more than most, he's top 12 quarterback to me. You put Deshaun Watson on that team instead of Kirk Cousins, that legitimately turns into, especially if Rodgers isn't in Green Bay, that turns into a team that has to be in the NFC. The Rams would be shorter. The 49ers would be shorter. And Dallas would be shorter. That would be it, at least to me. That's who I would say. They should be the fourth favorite in the NFC if Rodgers leaves Green Bay, doesn't go to another NFC team. And even with the questions, a quarterback for San Francisco, they still be shorter. Dallas will be shorter. Rams will be shorter. You put Deshaun Watson in Minnesota, they're a legitimate threat to make the Super Bowl. They really are. That was, in, that was the most fascinating thing this morning, that report. Uh, that Again, 
has to resolve all the off-the-field issues, and there are a lot of them right now for Deshaun Watson, as we know. But you put Watson on Minnesota, that is a team that can take the leap. And also, too, I don't think we can underestimate. I don't know what Kevin O'Connell is going to be as a head coach. But what I do know is that Mike Zimmer was really bad this year, and that coaching staff was bad as a whole. You would hope there was an improvement on that coaching staff with Kevin O'Connell coming in to be the new head coach. And again, we don't know. We don't know. It's hard, it's hard to handicap these first-time head coaches because they're guys that we think will be great, that stink, and there's high hires that we think are horrible, and those guys end up being good. It's just very difficult to handicap what a first-year head coach would end up being, regardless of who it is. Brady Cannon, one of the hosts of Long Shots. He's hosting the Lombardi line today, but... He has his usual regular Wednesday spot with us. Brady couldn't say no, and I couldn't say no to Brady. We're going to talk Genesis Invitational with Brady Cannon next as we roll along a numbers game on the Cindy Sports Betting Network. has a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VEASAN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April the 4th for just $29. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting splits breakdowns in every game. This deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. It's vcin.com slash madness to sign up today for this unbelievable offer. It is a numbers game here on vcin. I'm Jeff Parles, Wyatt Tomchak in my chair. And now with us, to my right, he's going to be hosting the Lombardi line today, running it back with Wes Reynolds at the top of the hour. And, of course, uh, one of the co-hosts of the greatest golf podcast that has ever lived, the long shots. It's our guy, Brady Cannon. You you always get ready to go. Come on down, and regardless if you're hosting or not, we always appreciate it, Brady. Absolutely. Golf season is back here, and I'm back on a numbers game on Wednesdays, a tradition unlike any other. Yeah, no, it's uh, that you you and the Masters get the same thing. It's uh, <laughs> definitely great there. Brady, This uh, the biggest thing that stands out before we get work through numbers here, this field is absolutely spectacular this weekend for the Genesis Invitational. Yeah, there's only a few guys really missing. Uh, Daniel Berger, Bryson DeChambeau, and uh, Harris English uh, are out with injury, but basically every other player in the top 50 in the world ranking, it seems like, is here. I know the top 10 in the world ranking are here for sure. Rory, John Rahm, Dustin Johnson. Yeah, certainly the best field of the season that we've seen so far, and, and, and rightly so for one of the best tournaments that they play all year long. And one thing that's important to note, too, is uh, the Genesis Invitational. I still like to call it the LA Open. Right. Uh, it is an invitational. Uh, so that's kind of a special tournament. There's only a handful of invitationals on the tour schedule year in and year out. And rather than getting a win and getting a two-year exemption on tour, when you win an invitational, you get a three-year exemption. So there is, uh, you know, some some heightened reward for winning a tournament of this stature. And it's always one of my favorite tournaments.
events of the entire year. It's just a fantastic golf course that has stood the test of time. You know, you hear so much conversation about, boy, they can't make the courses long enough and they can't make them tough enough. Well, this course continues to be very, very difficult. It's got narrow fairways. The Kikuyu rough around the greens is really nasty, so scrambling is a big stat this week. Uh, and, it's you know, it's got a ton of dog legs. You're turning a lot of corners, and you also have a lot of trees and elevation change. So the trouble is not so much in the rough off the fairway. The rough is not very penal off of the fairways, but you can put yourself in some bad spots where you have to negotiate trees and low-hanging limbs and that type of thing. So the design of this golf course, like I say, has stood the test of time, and it continues to be a very tough test. I mean, rarely do we see even winners get to double digits here as far as under par. Does it kind of warm your heart when you see a course that has been around forever like Riviera where, like you said, the, the discussion is, oh, they can't make them long enough. The courses are, quote, unquote, too easy. But then you have courses like this. Next year, the US, you, have, you have a U.S. Open coming up in a, at Brookline in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That has stood the test of time. You had a U.S. Open in Marion a few years ago. Doesn't it kind of warm your heart when you see courses like oh, this yeah. that just hold up, regardless of what the current player is? Well, it's not only refreshing to see a great test of golf like that, but it's also very cool to see these classic venues. You know, you mentioned Marion and the and the country club at Brookline, which, of course, we'll see in June, mm-hmm. and Riviera, and, you know, e- even Torrey Pines. Now, that's a pretty big golf course, but still, uh, you know, the these classic courses that have been around, I mean, look, you know, Colonial, now that can turn into a birdie fest, but that uh, certainly is a good test, and and the Memorial, you know, at Jack's Place, so certainly a handful of classics left on tour, and yeah, I, I do enjoy those quite a bit. Well, Jack's Place, of course, with the Memorial, they, during the pandemic, when they had the back-to-back right. weeks there where the first week it played like a birdie fest, and then the second week it just eviscerated yeah. everything, I'm sure. Jack was a, wasn't going to let that happen no, two not, weeks in not, a row. No, no chance whatsoever there, for sure. Uh, Brady, you mentioned scrambling important this week. Uh, is that the number one thing you were looking at in your handicap here this week, or is there Really, four things. things. Okay. Uh, I mentioned that the uh, fairways are very narrow, so and, and driving accuracy is not real paramount because I also mentioned that the rough is not really penal. But I looked at total driving because you do see typically longer hitters prevail here. Uh, and, and, you know, an accuracy counts for a little bit as well. So I looked at total driving. But I believe the most important stats are strokes gained approach. This is one of the hardest courses on the entire tour rotation to hit greens and regulation. So you really have to be spot on with your approach game. I mentioned the scrambling, and that's because of that Kikuyu rough. Uh, Kikuyu, really a native grass of South Africa a lot of t- and Australia. You see Australia. Australians and South Africans and Californians typically do well here at Riviera, but when that Kikuyu grows out and gets a little thicker around the greens, it can be really tough to negotiate with a wedge in your hand. Uh, so you've got to have a real deft touch in that part of your game. And then also, Riviera, one of the hardest uh, courses on the tour rotation to putt from inside of 10 feet. These greens are a blend between bent grass and poana, and later in the afternoon, they can get a little bumpy. So those putts from inside of 10 feet that normally don't look too difficult, they are very hard to hole here at Riviera. 
So that's what I looked at. Um, also, Riviera, I think, has one of the strongest correlations to other courses. And we often, Wes and I, in our Long Shots program, go over that, you know, what other courses might lead us to similar results at the, at the current venue for that week. And you look at Augusta National. Look at all the guys that have won the Masters that have also won the LA Open. Fred Couples, Phil Mickelson, Nick Faldo, uh, Adam Scott, Mike Weir. The list really goes on and on. So I think there's uh, definitely a correlation there with Augusta National. And then Oddly enough, Kapalua, too. Now, hmm. Riviera has a lot of elevation change like Kapalua does. Very little rough off of the fairways, so some similarities there. Uh, but we've also seen a lot of guys have success at Kapalua. Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson, that have also gone on to win the Masters. So it's almost like a three-course correlation there, and that's pretty, where, pretty much where I went with my handicap. Who are we looking at this week? Well, Cameron Smith is my short shot at 20 to 1, and Cameron Smith has two top five finishes at Augusta, also finished sixth in 2018 here at Riviera, and was fourth here at Riviera last year, and he just won at Kapalua, right? So he checks a lot of boxes. Tremendous short game uh, has Cameron Smith, and also an Australian who's going to be very familiar with this type of, tur- uh, type of turf species. And then Hideki Matsuyama was my next shortest shot. Got him at a little better than 28 to 1 off to a red hot, uh, red hot start this season. Of course, he won the Sony Open and obviously a win last year at the Masters. He also has finished 4th, ninth, 11th, and 5th here at Riviera. Uh, we know he's a great iron player and if he can uh, continue to carry a hot putter, I think he'll fare well this week. Uh, Bubba Watson, I got him at a little better than 57 to 1. He's a three-time winner here at Riviera. Also has a couple of green jackets, right? Um, I think he just loves this place. And you know Bubba Watson. I don't think the guy is capable of hitting a straight shot. Every (laughs) shot curves, right? And that's what you need here at Riviera. you got to curve it in both directions. And I think Bubba really likes that freedom to spin his ball around corners. I mentioned all the dog legs at this place. And you also look at the form that Bubba Watson's been in. A couple weeks ago at the Saudi International, he just misses out on a playoff to Harold Varner, who drains that 92-foot putt to win in regulation. And then last week, he finishes 14th at Phoenix, and he was leading the field. He led the field in Phoenix for strokes gained approach. So I think Bubba's playing some pretty darn good golf right now, and why not back him at a place he's had so much success at in the past? Um, at 75-1, to one, I went with Sergio Garcia. Again, another former Masters champion, another former champion at Kapalua. This will be his 15th time playing at Riviera, and he's only missed the cut three times. He's also finished in the top six three times, and he fits the mold of being able to work the ball in both directions. Great ball striker, great in total driving. Sergio's really been that for his entire career. And then finally, I uh, went with uh, a alum of the University of Illinois, a Belgian kid, Thomas Peters, mm. who has a couple of wins on the European Tour in the last couple of months. He hasn't been to Riviera in a while, but he did take second back here in 2017. In that same year, he also finished fourth at Augusta. Now, one of the real tips on Thomas Peters is when he went to the University of Illinois back in 2012, he won the individual NCAA championship at what golf course? Riviera. Riviera. There you go. Thomas Peters, a name I have not heard in a while. 
Right, right. And he's just kind of come back on the scene. You remember he had a huge Ryder Cup when yes. they played at Hazeltine mm-hmm. in uh, in Minnesota. Um, but he's a big hitter of the golf ball, obviously has a great feel for this golf course here and has a couple of wins on the European Tour recently. So I think he's in good form and, and kind of like Bubba, in good form at a place he really likes and has had past success. So I got Thomas Peters at a little better than 83 to 1. Cam Smith, Hideki Matsuyama. Bubba Watson, Sergio Garcia, Thomas Peters. Yep, and three, uh, four matchups. I took Peters over Leishman, Cantley over John Rahm, Hideki over Xander Schauffele, and Sergio over Paul Casey. To get the full analysis of those picks, go download Long Shot. Long yeah, shots right and now. Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds' plays, too. In 2022, we've had six events. Between the Long Shots crew, we've had four outright winners. I think that's pretty good. Not too shabby. I, I think Hoping if, to keep it going. I think if you hit it a 66% clip, you guys are going to have a pretty nice year. Brady <laughs> Cannon, everyone. He'll be on the Lombardi line after us, of course, the host of Long Shots as well. Brady, thank you. You bet. Thank We're you. We're back to wrap things up on a numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. GM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on any game, and if either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Plus, you learn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. BetMGM, a proud authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Download the app or go to BenMGM.com and use the bonus code VSIN200, that's V-S-I-N-200, to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older to place a wager. It's a new customer offer only, and all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Reward issued as a non-withdrawable free bet or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. And this offer is not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Much better that time around. It is a numbers game. That was, you know, 9.5. I I think that's fair. It is a numbers game here on VCN. That other voice you are hearing is why Tom Check, who's in my chair, I'm Jeff Parles, or Parlay, if if, uh, you want to go by that. It's fine with me. Gilly smiles somewhere, wherever he is today. Uh, one other thing that actually just popped on my Twitter feed from, uh, and this was said earlier in the day, apparently on ESPN radio, uh, Todd McShay, 
on uh, talking about uh, Tyler Linderbaum, who uh, is the center from Iowa, who's might be the best center prospect in the last 10 years in the NFL for the NFL draft. McShay said that if he was a guard instead of a center, he'd be in play for number one. I think that's a little bit of a stretch, but I will say this. I think we underrate how important drafting a high-end center can be. And we saw just in Kansas City where Creed Humphrey fell. We thought Humphrey might go at the end of the first round. He fell. Went in the second. Steal for Casey. Got votes for NFL rookie, NFL offensive rookie of the year as a center. I don't know. If I'm I, I, I wouldn't be if someone took Linderbaum early, wouldn't wouldn't be shocked. Now he won't I mean, go number one. Won't the Jacksonville won't do that, but he's that good and I mean, can change your line on a dime. Yeah, center is the most important position, I think, in the offensive line because that's the guy who's Se- se- second most. Uh, I don't know. Blind, blind sign tackle. I, I would say. I mean, the center's the one who's calling out the the blitzes. He's call, You know, he's the most vocal guy on the uh, on, on the line. line. And yep. also, he has to snap the ball too. So, can't run the play without him. No, you look. You're technically not wrong on that <laughs> last part. But uh, no, it's it's just fascinating that that if he was a guard, he'd be in play for number one, according to McShay. That's that's fascinating. I look. I he's one of the best offensive line prospects I remember coming out, especially at center. It's been a long time. Since there was a center that, at least on paper going into a draft, looks as good as him. I, someone took him in the top 15, I wouldn't be shocked. Just that's how good of a prospect he is. Uh, Wyatt, we went 2-1 and one yesterday on the three college basketball plays. Uh, Wisconsin won outright, which was good. Texas A&M did everything in their power to lose that game, but they got home, and the good thing we took the money line instead of laying the point like we uh, we considered, but we laid the money line. Ended up laying a dollar twenty if you took it in the morning. Closed actually a pick, minus one ten a and m beats Florida by one, and then the only loss was Oklahoma getting a point, lose by two in overtime. What are you gonna do? <laughs> that's that. That was your one loss by one that's point. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. But Matt Humans all over Wisconsin. I agreed with him on a numbers game and Wisconsin winning outright in a game that they probably that's kind of a melt by Indiana more than Wisconsin winning that game. Uh, but in the end, the Badgers do get home. We have, we have only a pair today, and I will say this: this is an extraordinarily more difficult card than yesterday. There just isn't a lot that I like. By the way, there is also a game that starts in an hour and ten minutes. Manhattan at Fairfield, as we all love. Uh, by the way, Manhattan, a five-point dog at Fairfield. No play on that, thankfully for me. But uh, I'm looking to the Big East. Uh, Xavier, who finally covered a game at home again over the weekend over UConn, they uh, host St. John's. Big total here, no shock. If you watch St. John's this year, very fast tempo. Mike Anderson kind of doing a, uh, a, a, a mixed version of the 40 minutes of hell that he ran uh, at Missouri and in a little bit of uh, and Arkansas, not to the extent that uh, Nolan Richardson did, of course, but still granted. I like the Johnnies getting eight here. I I thought this line should have been five and a half. So we'll take two and a half point, uh, two and a half points more than I expected. Xavier, I there are just some teams that seem to be liked a little bit more in the market than I like them. 
And Xavier, who last week, or over the last week before this game, they lost a home game to DePaul. They were really, they lost by two to Seton Hall. They were, Seton Hall was better in that game. And then they beat UConn, who I discussed yesterday, maybe worth a long shot flyer in a futures market. But they have they have uh, they have the uh, the so-called idiot factor about that team this year for whatever reason you got. But I don't really love Xavier. I know, I, and the way St. John's plays, the one problem you could get here if you take St. John's the way that we lose this bet. St. John's is horrible defending the three. They're a hardy three hundred and eleventh on three-point defense this year. Xavier though is not really a team that takes advantage of that. They're 201st in three-point shooting this year in the country, efficiency-wise. So that's why part of the reason I feel comfortable taking the eight with St. John's tonight. So we'll take the uh, take the the uh, the Red Storm on the road in Cincinnati tonight, getting eight. And then the other one, there's always magic about the rack, now known uh, technically as Jersey, Jersey Mike's Arena, there uh, at Rutgers. But the Scarlet Knights draw Illinois which on paper, Illinois is much better than Rutgers is. And Rutgers is coming off wins against three straight-ranked opponents. They hammered Michigan State. They beat Ohio State with a big run at the end of the game. And then they went on the road and thoroughly outplayed Wisconsin the whole game, one by eight. Very impressive win at the Kohl Center on Saturday. Illinois, of course, uh, in, in with a chance to win another Big Ten regular season title. This is down to three and a half. There is some four out there still. I like the four more than the three and a half, but this is still bettable at two, three and a half to me on Rutgers. The one concern here is Cokeburn gets Rutgers in foul trouble, and Rutgers' big guy depth is not what I want, would like it to be. That's the biggest concern here. But for Rutgers, Defensively speaking, they have been very good of late. Their fourth best defense in Big Ten play. And even and they'll slow this game down. They're in the bottom 40 for tempo. You're gonna make Illinois make shots. Now they did this strategy against Ohio State, and Ohio State almost beat them because Ohio State shot very well from three in that game. Rutgers was fortunate to come back and win that game outright. Ohio State started that second half 6-6 six six from three and still couldn't get it done. So we'll be on Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers and St. John's. A little, be, a little bit of a, a, little bit of a tri-state flair for me today. I like that. Get down to exit eight on the turnpike into, uh, into uh, New Brunswick for Rutgers and then uh, just go uh, due north there. But uh, St. John's and Rutgers tonight, uh, the plays in college hoops for me. We'll see how we do. Getting eight with St. John's, getting four or three and a half with Rutgers. If you find a four, there is still some four out there. Take the four now. I don't think that's going to be there much longer with the Scarlet Knights tonight at home against Illinois. Other than that, this is not really, it's not really the greatest college basketball night. Last night at the better matchups. Gonzaga's in action tonight. Gonzaga's a 31-point favorite in Malibu tonight against Pepperdine. And, again, I'm not going to bet it. I don't want to ever lay more than – really, I don't like laying more than 20 with a road team. You're not going to take them on a money line? What, uh, by, by minus a billion? Yeah. Not even a money line on the board right now? Just just say you say <laughs> I want to bet. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, I will say this, though, with Gonzaga, because we talked about this a little bit yesterday. 
They are the rightful favorites right now in the futures market. And the biggest thing is that Chet Holmgren has figured out college hoops. And now that he, even though he's still one of the, one of the skinniest human beings I've ever seen, it is, he is, he was very, he has played to the level of that number one recruit that he was. I didn't fully buy it. I'm all in now. But Gonzaga, 31-point favorites tonight at Pepperdine. Uh, no bet there, but I wouldn't want to bet Pepperdine. <laughs> as ridiculous as that is at a 31-point home dog tonight against Gonzaga. But St. John's plus eight, Rutgers plus four, down to three and a half to two plays tonight for us on College Hoops. That's all the time we have here on a numbers game. Big thanks to Wyatt Tomchek. Big thanks to Brady Cannon, who you will hear next with Wes Reynolds on the Lombardi line. And big thanks to JVT, Jason Weingarten, and Jim Root for joining us today. The Lombardi line, Wes Reynolds, Brady Cannon, coming your way next on VSIN. This has been a numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.